Hi everyone, announcement time. First, I was a guest on Tales from the Hydean Way, along with special guests Ross from Dice for Brains and Christine from Heroes of the Hydean Way to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story. So if you want to hear us discuss the film, go find that episode. Secondly, we have new t-shirts, and they are awesome. They feature the actual Fantasy Flight Games dice, including I Got the Blues t-shirt, which has the blue boost die. Uh, there's one for Click that features the yellow proficiency die, and one for Despairs featuring the red challenge die. You can find all of that on our TeePublic, um, or you can just go to SillZeroPodcast.com and click on Merch. It'll take you right there. These shirts were designed by our fan Keith Peters, who's a real professional graphic artist guy. You should hire him. Uh, his website is KeithPetersDesign.com. That's K-E-I-T-H-P-E-T-E-R-S Design.com. He does video game stuff, like he did work for LEGO games. The LEGO games! So thank you, Keith, for your contribution. Oh, and uh, these two want to say thanks, too. Hello, Keith and Anna. Thank you for donating the shirt designs. Uh, wait, what does this word mean, uh, donating? Oh, um, it means that he made the designs for free, and he let us use them. For free? Oh, you mean that we stole them? No, he was being nice. Donating is reverse stealing, where you give stuff away and ask for nothing in return. Huh. Sounds like a sucker. Well, anyway, thanks for being a sucker. <sighs> Sorry, Keith and Anna. He's just like this. Alright, beat it, you two. Now, for the conclusion of Percy and Crumpet's Steam Adventure! Hello everyone and welcome to Silhouette Zero presents Vampire Diaries. That's not copyrighted, so the other one's The Vampire Diaries. So this is just Vampire Diaries. I don't know. I'm your host and GM Chris Singh, and that's the player. I'm the Guado Mad. <laughs> I play Portable Q Star Wars. <laughs> Stop. We are not doing this in Homestar Runner. The entire World. episode. <laughs> I know. Oh, the email. Okay. Um. Last we left off, you were on your way to the party, equipped with a device that is meant to make you invisible. Yes. What have you named it? Um, the Veil of Shadows. <laughs> All right, the Veil of Shadows. Veil of Shadows. Night is approaching. Uh, once again, you. And per, uh, you and Crumpet are eating outside. Yes. In the yard. And while you're eating, contemplating your fate, uh, you are going to roll the pool of industry. <laughs> so roll three industrial dice. Three dice of industry. Too light, too dark. Too smog, too steam. Right, right. Right, right. Quite right. Best Q's Donald, master of the arcane arts. Sorry, I'm a little out of practice with my voice. But I'm sure I will fall into it soon enough. Ah, yes. Much better. Crumpet! Sorry. Needed to get that out. So, the first thing you notice about this evening that's different from the previous evening is that there are a lot more people coming to this party. Crumpet has posted himself out on the street and on the sidewalk and has been taking a toll of who's coming in. And it's a lot. It's gotten to the point where he can no longer keep track of how many rich people are coming in, uh, which 
Well, how do you feel about that? Um, pretty good. Uh, like jazz from the energy of it, just because it's the the part of him that actually likes being like a stage performer enjoys it. The part of him that likes being a con artist is a little anxious about it just because there's too many like there's too many eyes to do it like thoroughly, you know. And what about the part that has been conscripted into being a monster hunter? Oh, he's fine with that. <laughs> he's very, very uh he's taken to it quite easily. Not that he's actively hunting things, but he hasn't really questioned it. He <laughs> he came to terms with it really quickly. <laughs> like almost like he's not taking it seriously enough. <laughs> But so, he's also like really confident that he knows who it is. <laughs> the servants are bustling even harder than ever. They hardly seem to notice that you're there. In fact, you were pretty certain they've hired a few extra hands for the evening to uh, handle all the people that are in attendance. Crumpet comes back from his watch out in the front. I think that's the last of them, Mr. Percy. Very good, Crumpet. What do you think? Um, I think that whatever... A reputation that we managed to put forth from yesterday's performance has really uh, hit the high society of London, you know? Oh, really? High society? How yeah. high are you talking? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know, but there seems to be a lot of people with a lot of money going in and, in, and they didn't seem like the new money type, and they didn't seem like the lower ranks of the, uh, the aristocracy type either. It, it seemed like they were mostly... On par with the Duchess. Cool. Whole sea of old money in blue blood. Crumpet, do you know what this means? Um, not not really in this particular context, Mr. Percy, because I feel like there's a lot of things going on and I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Are, are we doing the performance? Um, or the Veil of Shadows? Or, or conning people? Or looking for a vampire? What do you mean by all, Crumpet? We're doing all of them. I thought I made that perfectly clear. Okay, Mr. Percy, I'll, I'll do my best. Hopefully I won't die. Oh, um, also, I didn't see uh, Mr. Cabbage anywhere. Well, of course not. He's the vampire. He wouldn't just go trussing about. Obviously, he's aware that we're on his trail. All right, then. Uh, okay. Uh, I forget. Did you give Crumpet uh, garlic? I don't remember. Uh, I probably would have... Okay, well, it, even if we didn't, even if we didn't say so, right? Okay, makes sense. So I probably I'll, would have given it to him and like whatever I had picked up because I stole some from the larder. I remember that much. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I probably would have given it to him, all of it. Because probably didn't get that much. By the way, I took the garlic you gave me earlier and I made it into concentrated extract. See, it's a little vile. Why? Well, now I could put it in in one of the misters in your suit. But what if it's not garlic extract? What if it's just garlic the plant? Well, that would be really specific, don't you think? The vampires. Okay, but you have... Everything about them is very specific. You would think that, even though they're vampires, and that they're like uh, fantastical creatures, that they would have to obey some sort of law of physics, you know? You'd think that, but then they can also turn into a bat. <laughs> tell me, Crumpet, what do your physics books tell you about that? Science governs everything, Mr. Percy. I, I strongly believe that. So, um, let me just put really? some in your mister. Oh, very well. So now you can... Uh, and the mister, I, I trust the mister is attached to a flower on my vest. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. All right, Mr. Percy, uh, 
Should I go in? Well, yes, someone has to work the crowd. All right. Goodbye. Crumpet, hold on. Crumpet, what exactly do you think your role is tonight? Um, I'm going to go in the crowd, and then I'm going to look for uh, Mr. Cabbage, and then when I don't see him until the performance, uh, I'm going to say, Hey, Mr. Percy, there's Mr. Cabbage. And he'll say, Oh, hurry up, boy. Go get him. And then um, I'll leap onto the stage and and then throw the garlic uh, extract at him. And then he will die on stage. And then you will appear using the Veil of Shadows and will say it's all part of the trick so that no one will notice that we're killing a vampire in front of everybody. That's actually a very good idea, Cap. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's cabbage. Uh, that's a very good idea, Crumpet. <laughs> I mean... I wasn't actually planning on sending you to battle the vampire, but... Oh, oh. I mean, That's quite a bit of gumption you have, if that is truly what you desire. It's no place of mine to stand in your way, but... um, Well, I believe we just need to locate him. Not be the ones to actually remove him. Oh, 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 okay, right. Uh, Should we we let Miss Flair do, do that work? Yes, probably. I believe she has a little bit more practice. At the very least, even if we're wrong, it won't be our fault. And we can disappear into the shadows with hopefully a little bit of a bonus of handful of rings or necklaces or brooches. Um, Just so that I'm clear, uh, are we still just mostly looking for ourselves? I don't. I frankly do not understand the question, Crumpet. Okay, right. Got it. Uh, I'll see you later, Miss Percy. <laughs> he runs in. Be good. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to try to investigate and work the crowd yourself, or are you just going to wait for someone to tell you when it's your cue? I'll probably work the crowd a little bit. All right. So you wait uh, a couple of minutes to let Percy. Uh, keep getting mixed up. You wait a couple. <laughs> <So> cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> wait a couple of minutes, cabbage to do it. Cabbage. No oh, Cabbage. <laughs> Oh, my person. Um, you wait a couple of minutes for Crumpet to do his urchin maneuvers, and then you make your way in. Uh, this party is significantly larger than the last one, so it's not really being held inside. It's actually being held in the back garden. Uh, the back garden is quite extensive, despite it being in London. Uh, they have bought quite a bit of the land behind it. Um, there is a raised platform that's been set up, intended for the illusions of the night. There's a rose garden. uh, There's a gentle fountain. There's a lot of uh, gas lamps that have been set up. There are servants wandering about the grounds, holding food and drinks, and lots of uh, aristocrats gathered out in the fading summer light. It's actually quite beautiful out today. Who are you looking for? Um, I believe I would be looking for Lady Emily. Okay, roll something. Perception... Skullduggery, charm. How are you making your way through this situation? Oh, I'm definitely doing more of a charm approach than I am like a skullduggery. Like I'm very, I'm very out there right now. Great. So go ahead and roll it. Uh, two purple and a black because you are of a different social class. Actually, my job class is aristocrat. Um, <laughs> but don't oh, you have a thing that removes it? Don't don't you? Uh, I didn't update the character sheet. I'm pretty sure that's still... Something from when you're dealing with members of high society. 
Yeah, proper upbringing. During social check with polite company, add strain equal to ranks to add successes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, my strain's my strain's not bad. You can have um, a blue because people are in fact quite excited about your illusion and the talk of it. You are the talk of high society right now. Okay, let's see here. Charm is base presence with two ranks and a blue. And what's the difficulty again? Sorry. Two purple. And a black, right? Yes. Okay, so it's a green, two yellow, a blue versus two purple and a black. Uh, three success and an advantage. You spot Lady Emily, uh, the three suitors from the day before. <laughs> Olive, Leek, and um, shoot, Eggplant yeah. are kind of trailing about her, kind of like baby ducks. They're near her, but not really within conversational range. In fact, it looks like they're talking more to each other than to her. <laughs> and she is um, having a conversation with her mother, who is also um, engaged with some other very high aris- aristocrat- aristocratic types. Right. Your advantage. From the corner of your eye, near the servant's uh, exterior door, you spot Runcible Cabbage. Ooh. How's he looking? He's eyeing the crowd. He looks okay. Okay. He's eating um, a salary stick. <laughs> I believe I will divert from where I was going and go meet Cabbage. Because that's too good of an opportunity to pass up. You approach Brutesable Cabbage. Oh, hello, Perry. Uh, good evening. Cabbage? I, I do hope you've brought your best accoutrements today. Uh, uh, did you have your little genius work up something new? What are you talking about? Uh, the boy, Crumpet. I know he's the one that behind all of your illusions. I don't understand what you're saying. Perry, we, we both know that we're neither of us are really masters of the arcane arts. You're not. Or maybe you're getting closer, though. Aren't you, Cabbage? What are you saying? Is that what pushed you over the edge? Into the darkness? Over the edge of what? I don't know what you're saying, Perry. Power was beyond your reach, and so you made a few deals. Is that what you're telling me, Cabbage? Perry, there's no audience. You don't need to go on and on about making deals with demons or devils or spirits. Who said anything about demons or devils or spirits, Cabbage? It seems like you have something on your mind. Would you like to try to read his mind? Ooh, yes, I would. Since it seems you are doing what uh, Miss Flair instructed, which is to try to direct his thoughts. Right. So, uh, standard, well, it's a discipline check. Um, one red, one purple. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be two green versus a red and a purple. Uh, you know, I'll flip a point. <laughs> nice, we did it. <laughs> uh, failure but an advantage. You try to pierce the vault that is Cabbage's mind, to peel back the leaves to find out what's at his core. Uh, but this is a new skill for you, and there are a lot of minds nearby, and so you're getting a lot of static. You just hear a lot of voices all at once. Um, but your advantage is you do get one very strong emotional impression from Cabbage, which is confusion. <laughs> oh, don't be so surprised, Cabbage. Well, you see, some of us happen to be savants at the arcane. It comes quite naturally to us. You needn't be so confused that I came upon you so quickly. 
Perry, can you stop talking in circles and get to the point, please? You can drop the facade, cabbage. <laughs> I know what you really wish to dine on tonight. And that is? Uh, I, I like loosen the collar around my neck. This right here. <laughs> he looks up and down. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the part where I say I'm a vegan is, is not a, uh, it's not part of the act, Perry. It's just how I choose to eat. Are, are you talking about your flower? Oh, yes. That's it exactly. It's a nice flower, don't you think? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, it looks very lovely, although I'm not quite sure it's edible. Just because I eat plants doesn't mean I eat all plants, Perry. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you know, some foods are better tasting once you smell them. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to have a sniff? Oh, all right, Perry. All right. Avant! <laughs> I spray him. <laughs> oh, Perry! Is this, is this garlic? Mm. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's a very high quality garlic. But, but you did not recoil. Well, or sizzle. If you'll excuse me, I have to go clean up now before my act begins. He walks off. Your act. Boy! Uh, Grumpet? Yes, Miss Percy? We've made a grave miscalculation, boy. What's that, Miss Percy? Somehow, against all odds and tomes of evidence, it's not cabbage. Mr. Percy, I tried to warn you that you were making, you were jumping to conclusions. Well, how could it not be him? I don't know. Wait a minute. The signs were all there. Um, Mr. Percy... Just a quick question. Yes. Um, did Miss Flair say that the garlic thing was going to work, or was that something that you chose to do on your own? No, that's something I chose based on years of experience and a well-learned education. Mr. Percy, you didn't know vampires were real until this morning. Well, not real, real, but I, they're a thing. What? In literature, I told you about them. How do you know? How do I know what? That they're actually allergic to garlic. What if that's something that vampires have made popular in order to try to get free garlic? No one would let a vampire become an author. The audacity of it all. Besides, you're not allowed to lie in a book. <laughs> Very well, Miss Percy. But whatever you say. Um, all right, then I'll try to find a new vampire for you. Only if you have time. Uh, oh, also, uh, Miss Flair just showed up if you want to talk to her. Oh, really? Yes, I would. I sweep across the field. Uh, as you are approaching Miss Flair, a very uh, expensive-looking fella cuts you off. He does that thing where he swoops in and puts his back to you. Oh, uh. Oh, my dear Annabelle, I didn't think I'd see you this season. Why, I do declare, Charles, you're still trying to charm me over, are you? Yes, well, quitters never win anything, do they, Annabelle? Oh, please, please, call me Miss Flair. I'd like to try to pilfer something off of this guy. Do it. Skullduggery. <laughs> Two purple, uh, a blue, because he is definitely not paying attention. Cool. Uh, three yellow and a blue versus two purple. Three success and advantage. What do you want? Oh, you know what? I'd like his actual wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Beck, this would probably be more like a BA sort of thing, you know, like the little portfolio looking thing. Like the really big looking one? Yeah. 
Yes, it's the very large, soft leather wallet. You know, this is back when pound notes were, you know, uh, delineated by size and value. Yeah, and so like the bigger bills were like the size of like I don't know, it's like half a pe- half a regular standard piece of paper. <laughs> right, and so you take it. There's a lot of money in there. And I slide that deep inside one of the deeper pockets. Advantage. Um, flare notices. <laughs> she smirks knowingly at you. Uh, yeah, Charles, look, I do appreciate someone who is tenacious for their goals. After all, the South, uh, well, tenacity is all we got sometimes. But I do have a prior engagement I have to get to. Oh, but Annabelle, you'll... I, I do what he did, and I swoop in in front of him. <laughs> ah. ah, Annabelle, please, I've been looking for you all evening. I'm sure you have, Mr. Stalwart. Jake offers her arm. I take it. And you stroll off. This doesn't count for you discovering my name, by the way. I feel like I guessed that name. <laughs> Side note, you did. Ah! (laughs) How are things going so far? Awful. It's not cabbage at all. Didn't we have a discussion that it's probably not cabbage? I don't remember that at all. All right, well, what did you do to verify that it's not him? I sprayed garlic in his face. (laughs) Garlic? Yes. I'm not sure the garlic part works. Look... You're a well-read individual. Surely you have seen in books. <laughs> yes, I, I'm fully aware of the of the standard legend that dictates the the damage, uh, the weaknesses of the vampires. However, I've just never experienced using such methods myself. Usually, I I work with Quincy, and Quincy prefers to immolate. Oh, really? Well, uh, so in his in his pr- perspective. Every every living creature dies um, with fire. Some things are you... particularly weak to it, but everything works with fire, so he just plays it safe and lights everything on fire. How do you know you didn't just kill a man? <laughs> this is one of the risks that we run, and one of the reasons that I'm trying to expand our operations to be a little less uh, final. <laughs> <laughs> Homicidal. Butchery. I was just going to say uh, permanent, but your words work too. Let me just ask you one brief question. Have the vampires killed more people than you two have? Well, you come off of it. Where, where, <laughs> is your trick for tonight that you're going to appear on a very large soapbox? No, it wasn't originally, but it could be very easily. Look, we need to find this vampire tonight. As you can see, there are quite a number of people here, and I don't think that's an accident. Well, did you already try the obvious? Uh, who would that be? The the ill man, who no longer makes appearances in public. The Duke? Yes. I haven't had access to the Duke, but a man of your talents, or at least your ward, could certainly get up there right now couldn't they oh i can certainly do it myself no need to send the boy into a vampire nest all right then i'll talk to lady rutabaga to see if uh we can make sure mr cabbage goes first and while he's performing his illusion you can go pay a man a visit 
cabbage performs tricks. Nothing more. Try not to Boy. get too distracted with this magic contest of yours. Oh, I won't need to get distracted at all. I win. There's no way he can beat me. Boy! Yeah, yeah, Mr. Percy. I bend down onto one knee, so, like, I'm very close to him. Um, just in case. Bit of safekeeping, and I hand him the, the wallet. Right, no problem. Um, what, where are you going? I'm going to see the... I'm going to go pay the Duke a visit. Oh, do, do you want the Shroud of Shadows? Oh, yes. That might be very good. Okay, well, it's all it's all in the backstage area, so, um, you know, I'll put the usual lock on it, and then uh, you, you can put it on there. Wonderful. Oh, and boy? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Percy. Um, you can do a lot with your future. Just remember that, okay? Um, you, you always told me that my future was with you. Oh, you're abandoning me, I see. What? You, no, wait wait no. till I'm at a rich person's house, and then... Leave me here, and hopefully they'll feel bad for me and adopt no, me as an I, orphan. Crumpet. Actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> but no, no, we'll do that later. I'm just saying. Look, boy, we're we're hunting vampires right now. <laughs> I, Percival Q. Stalwart, am going to go into the chambers of what might be a vampire. And while I'm very confident that I could take a vampire for his cabbage, because we'd all know how inept he is, and very frail, too, <laughs> I'm a little bit more uneasy about this one, which is why I find the ability to turn completely invisible might be very useful. Yeah. Presuming that they cannot see the invis- that they cannot see the unseen, and I glare at Miss Flair. <laughs> um, right, that's, that's interesting. I never thought about that, if maybe vampires could see in the electromagnetic ranges. Hmm. Well, if they do see you, then I'll have some more data to write down, won't I? Oh, yes. You'll be able to document the occasion very well. It'll well, be starkly pun- it, it, it shall be starkly punctuated by my death cries. <laughs> well, okay, um, if... If all comes to really bad situation, Mr. Percy, um, there is one emergency switch I put on there. It says, emergency, don't pull, but if it is an emergency, you should pull. See, I didn't think that. I didn't really think about the sentence structure when I wrote it, because it doesn't really make sense to say, emergency, don't pull. You really should say, pull in case of emergency, but, you know. I... Crumbit. What? what? What does it do? Um, it... It explodes, doesn't it? S- sort of, yeah. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> <laughs> so you head down to the basement area, uh, where there is a very large locked trunk. You unlock it using your usual means, and the Heart of Zeus and the Shroud of Shadows is inside. Uh, you begin putting it on when uh, Cabbage steps into the room. Perry, what's going on? Ah, be gone, thrall. <laughs> Harry, it sounds like you're talking about vampires. Oh, now I've piqued your interest, have I, Cabbage? <laughs> well, you said a lot of very strange things, and then you shot me in the face with garlic. Well, it's lucky that that was just a jape. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Nothing, Cabbage. And what is this monstrosity you have here? Weight training. <laughs> 
Very well, Perry. Whatever it is you've got going on, I'm not involved. But then why did you ask? Would you like to be involved? No, I do not want to be involved with whatever this is. It's just, you're acting even more peculiar than usual. I... Cabbage, I might be on the cusp of something very large and significant right now. Alright. So, um, good luck with your performance. <laughs> give them, give them a good show. Oh. Make it long. I see what this is. You're trying to trick me into doing a bad job. Well, I'm going to do two acts now, just for that. <laughs> uh, Percival stares at the camera and shrugs. <laughs> Curse you, cabbage! You got me again! <laughs> and he runs off to do that. <laughs> All right. Are you turning the suit on now, or are you going to wait? No. You're, okay. Going to wait. So you've been through the house before. You've been both in the main stairways and the servants' stairways. How do you want to get up? Uh, main stairway, because the servants are probably going to try to be watching the show. So they're going to be trying to peek through like their little doors and stuff. Okay. So you climb through the main stairway. Uh, there isn't anyone there. You go up to the upper levels where the bedrooms are. You see James standing at the top. Uh, sorry, sir. This is uh, for family only. James, Mrs. My Sto- man, Mrs. Stalwart, aren't you supposed to be like, getting ready for the show? I am getting ready for the show. Oh, y- you need to be up here then. Yes, quite unfortunately. Deception. You know how it is. Certainly. Two purple. Eh. Eh. <laughs> two yellow and a green versus two purple. Uh, failure but an advantage. <laughs> Um, but Mr. Cauliflower said no, I can't let anyone up here, and I almost got really in trouble the last time you were traipsing about. Did you tell him I was traipsing about? No, I didn't tell him, but I can not stupid. I put two and two together, didn't I? I don't follow. Look, you've been seeking around here a lot lately, all right, mate? So I, I can't let you up here. I need my job. Unless you get cauliflowers, okay, I, I got to stand right here. Oh, very well. Do you know where I can find him? He's probably barking orders in the kitchen. Yes, surely he is. Also, I was not traipsing. I was skulking. (laughs) (laughs) This is a traipse. (laughs) I do like a little skip. (laughs) (laughs) This is a skulk. Can I like hold up the cloak? (laughs) And like I try to slide past him while I'm doing this demonstration. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to try to roll something to do it? Uh, Yes. Uh, Can I try like a skullduggery? (laughs) Sure. Uh, again, two purple. Okay, three yellow versus two purple. Nope, failure but two advantages. Hey, hey, hey. I know what you have to stay on the oh, side. Fine. fine, fine, fine. I'll be back shortly. I just need to find cauliflower. How do you stand to work with that man? Ugh. You know, it's just the pay is pretty good, you know? You know what? The only time he's pleasant around to be around is when he's had a bit of pork. Really? Yeah, don't tell anyone I told you this, but I'll sneak him. I see him sneaking some sips out of the out of the family's bottles once in a while, you know. Oh, really? This could be useful for later when I'm doing my mentalist tricks. Yeah, all right. I shall return, James. <laughs> all right. I walk down the stairs. Okay, kitchen? to the kitchen. Yeah. It is uh, very crazy down there, and right now cauliflower is barking orders at people. No, you, magician, what do you want? Ah, yes, thief. I beg your pardon? You beg my port, then? 
What, what is it you're saying? Are you drunk? I, no, but you wish you were. I am a master of the arcane arts. How easily I can pierce beyond the simple veil of a human mind. I know your secrets, Cauliflower. Uh, what secrets would that be? Sampling from the family bottles. Uh, <laughs> rolls. You think that you think that no one sees, but the shadows are unblinking. Skullduggery, I assume, or deception. Uh, my skullduggery is better. Okay, skullduggery against uh three purple. Oof. Okay. Uh, yeah, I only have things that remove setbacks. Uh, you know what? He's polite company. Indeed. I'm going to take a strain and give myself an auto one additional success. Do you know how to do that in the roller, by the way? I forget. If you hit the three dots, uh-huh. extra dice. Oh, okay. Just, they changed it to that. Yeah, just do plus one success, and then it'll add it so you don't have to right. do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, three yellow versus three purple plus one success. One success! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It's and the dice are an exact cancellation. Ooh, that's spooky. So it's like uh, it goes yellow, yellow to success, and then the first purple is to fail, and the middle yellow is blank, the middle purple is blank, the third yellow is success advantage, the third uh, purple is per, uh, failure, failure threat. threat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that random success I added on. Sweet. How, how did you know? You can't tell anyone. Ruin me. Then perhaps a favor. What? Name your price, trickster. I simply require free passage through the building. To do you know, what? You have ransacked the place. Oh, certainly not. If I was going to ransack it, I wouldn't be speaking to you. What's on your mind? I simply need to prepare for my greatest illusion. So if you'd kindly speak with your good man, James. And he is indeed a very good man. I don't have time for this. He rushes over to his office, scribbles something on his parchment, hands it to you. There. Wonderful. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> I skulk back up the stairs. <laughs> of I, course, I read what it says before I go up all the way. It says, let the trickster through. <laughs> Ahem, James. He reads it. Uh, Trickster, like you're some sort of trickster god. I don't blink. Right, uh, go on then. Um, you're a good man, James. Right, I think <laughs> I'm going to go use the loo. He walks off. I traipse over to the door at the end of the hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're there. Um, I'm going to try to pick the lock. Skullduggery, one purple, one success. It's dark. The only light in the room is coming from the open window. Um, the open bay door windows, which lead onto the balcony. The light is coming from the setting sun and the lights of the party and the rising moon. It's a massive bed. Four poster. Dark mahogany wood. A bed fit for a duke. Laying in the center of this luxurious mass is the tiniest person you could ever see shriveled up at first you think he's dead but 
in your silence and your observation, you do see that his chest is moving with the most shallow of breaths. His hair is thin and white, could be falling out. Beside him is a pitcher of water and a half-drunk glass. He seems to be looking at you. Is my trinket hanging anywhere in the room? Because remember Lady Emily spoke to me about it? No, actually, it's not. Really? How do you address the Duke again? Um, Your Honor. <laughs> your, your Lordship, I think. Your Lordship. He holds up his hand and makes a very weak gesture for you to come closer. I step into the room. He's motioning, like, closer. I continue. Closer. I continue. <laughs> uh, where are you standing right now? Foot of the bed. <laughs> closer. Why? <sighs> you can't really. Saba. You can't hear him. Like, you're too far. I grab the carafe of water on the side and pour a glass. He nods. I step up and I place the glass near his lips. He drinks. So you're standing beside him, basically, at this point. Yeah. Thank you. Your lordship. I heard you. I am Percival Q. Stalwart, master of the arcane arts. Vampire hunter, then. Part time. I must be a new recruit. Didn't recognize you. You must be the vampire, then. No. No, no, many mistakes I've made, but that's not one of them. Quick, then to the to the dresser. Points at a dresser. I'm gonna regret this. I go over to the dresser. <laughs> Second drawer from the top. This feels like a trap. I open it. <laughs> There's a very large leather tome. Take I, it. I pick it up. What is it? What's going on here? An organization like soup. Do you think it is self-funded? Well, no. I mean, they're aristocrats. <laughs> Do you think Annabelle Flair and her brute are aristocrats? Well, they're wealthy. But she's wealthy. <laughs> Flair is a bit of an oddity. No, soup is made of many, but must be funded from the top. It started out as a secret organization. People like myself... Interested in the arcane and the supernatural. And then it became something else entirely. Like what? Well, an organization meant to protect humanity from things that go bump in the night. Where's the vampire? I'm getting to it. <laughs> the chest. Points at chest. <sighs> he rolls his eyes and walks. Uh, he skulks over to the chest and opens it. <laughs> uh, in it is a... Well, it looks like a leather tool uh, roll. Uh-huh. Oh, very well. <laughs> he unrolls it. Um, there's a gun, uh, some kind of fancy-looking Chris knife, you know, the wavy blade. Yeah, yeah. Um, several vials of liquids that you do not recognize. <laughs> uh, a bunch of bullets that look like they're made out of silver. So you're a hunter, too. It's more of a vanity kit, but it'll work. Quickly, take it. Take it, you fool. Okay. <laughs> Roll this up and put this right here. There we go. Now about the vampire. <laughs> I have a set somewhat soon. He raises his hand and pulls down his collar, and you see several bite marks. Oh, so they... You're the 
meal. I'm a useful entity that needs to be kept weak. So you are a vampire. No, it's my... <laughs> it's my daughter. Oh. You flash back in, me in your memory to the moment when you were having a discussion with Lady Emily down on the stairs. You remember when you handed uh, her the trinket, uh -huh. which you unknowingly said was right next to the clove of garlic. When you uh -huh. handed her the trinket, she started to cry. Uh -huh. Then, uh, again, unknowingly, you <laughs> used you handed her the handkerchief that had the graft of the garlic in it. Right. <laughs> when she dabbed her eyes, she started to cry even harder. <laughs> Cannot believe your luck sometimes. It is disgusting. <laughs> what, that I gave you a good story hook? <laughs> <clears throat> you flash back to the present. Oh. So the garlic thing is real. Yes, oh, yes. I am going to rub this in all of their faces. What's your name? I told you I'm Percival Q. Stalwart, Master of the Arcane Arts. You mean that's your real name? That's not an yes. alibi that you've created for the agency? No. Percival, Quincy, Stalwart. Has <laughs> <laughs> it always been Quincy? It has always been Quincy. Is that why he said, like, in episode two that Quincy was ruining a good name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been it's been this since uh, 2006, I believe. Oh, jeez. Right, well then, um, you have to be careful about the situation. I will die very soon, but if you go out and murder my daughter in the front of everyone, you'll never be left alone by the, by the authorities. Oh yes, I know, I know. I, I'm very familiar about how the authorities can be with mistaken identity and all that. So... Why were, why were you considered very useful, though? As long as I'm alive, there's no pressure for her to get married. And why did the Countess never see you? I believe the Countess might be under my daughter's thrall. I knew it. I had it all along. I'm not sure how many members of my staff... <coughs> uh, no, no, stay with me. Oh. Do you give more water? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure how many members of my staff you can trust. I think I can trust James. <laughs> That's an odd thing to say, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> he just feels like a good egg. And he says things like, okay, and like, doesn't seem to particularly care about things. That's not thrall-like. Oh, he cares about the money. Yes, definitely not a thrall. It's anyone. It's trustworthy. It could be called a flower. You jest. He has always been a loyal servant to me and my family. You know he nips from your wine, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I confronted him about this six years ago, and he managed to convince me it was that boy, Robert. Oh, if well, I... regardless, not a thrall, <laughs> probably. You so, have... you were a member of the society, and then it turned to monster hunters, and then your daughter became a monster. It's all in the book. Oh, right. There's I no... took that away in the deepest inner pocket where I had the money before. <laughs> There's not much time left. I'm afraid I'm... Not much longer for this world. How is she keeping you alive? I don't know the specifics of how vampires works. Right, so you're saying she's finished with you? I just 
sense that my body <coughs> cannot keep this up for much longer. Is there anything you would like me to do for you? You must stop her at all costs. The person now that was my daughter is no more. Now when you say stop, you're... Kill her. Familiar. Okay, same page. Um, and you're all familiar with how uh, the brute, as you put it, tends to handle matters. I'd prefer it if my house wasn't burned down in the process, but if it can't be avoided, then it can't be avoided. Right, right. Quite right. Very well. Um, is there anything else you'd like me to do for you? I mean, I, I feel bad. I'm, I'm the only one here. It feels like the last rites sort of thing. His eyes are closed. Oh, well, this is iffy. I suppose I should just make one quick sweep of the dresser drawer here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here after all. Valuable you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nothing in here. Core. I hate an honorable man. I never keep jewels. Oh, well. Um, best of luck to you. Uh, pull out one of the trinkets. Oh, I can't leave that here. <laughs> Makes it look like I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, best of luck to you. And to me. I step out and close the door. And I relock it. Oh, are you heading to the hallway or the balcony? Oh, yeah. I'll go to the balcony. From here, you can see the party. Uh, there is a very large flower pot that has been placed <laughs> in the center of the stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cabbage is wearing a peasant's tunic from a medieval time <laughs> and has the standard page boy slash bowl cut hairstyle wig going uh -huh. on. <laughs> a large bean stalk is growing from it and he's climbing up it, singing a song. <laughs> Perfect timing. There's my escape. <laughs> also, that man needs to work on his showmanship. No one's going to take him seriously ever. You do know that most of the crowd is laughing. Yeah. All right, what do you do? I'm going to see if the beanstalk grows high enough for me to jump onto it. Ooh, okay. Um, let me think about this. It's probably significantly far away um, horizontally. Right. Yeah. But, uh, roll... Gosh, what would be the thinky like that you had a cool idea? Um, usually vigilance is that sort of thing, right? Mm, maybe a cunning check of some sort, like a streetwise. No, what, what else is it? What else is that intellect? Though? Intellect because you're saying cunning, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at like none of the cunning ones. Oh, maybe sir, no, intellect is mechanics, medicine, the uh, astrocartography. Computers, <laughs> yeah, Arcana. All right, just roll, roll your in intelligence, your intellect. Two purple, okay. two green, two purple. Success. More flashbacks. Now that you are no longer considering Cabbage as being a vampire, you recontextualize the events of last night. Obviously, Cabbage ran away when you were about to perform the Sahara Sun because that would have, as you had hoped, activated all the beans in his pocket. Right. Okay, so I can use the. If okay, you, I was I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, if you want to manipulate the direction or the the growth strength of the beanstalk, maybe light would do it. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I was thinking about that, but I was also about thinking about saving that for a vampire. <laughs> oh, the Saharan Sun. Uh huh. 
Well, you rolled a triumph that lets you do it as many times as you want, so. True. That's a good point. Okay, we'll do the Saharan Sun. <laughs> All right, so paint me a picture. Okay, so he's doing his like little song and dance thing. Um, I probably, both out of showmanship and also as being a sneaky conniving person, knowing that me being on the balcony of the Duke would probably look bad. Mm-hmm. I probably scampered up to the next level above, which would probably be like some sort of like roof part. Okay, like some sort of attic. Yeah. Yeah. Or probably even just on the roof, I guess. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> All right. So you pull an Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And so he's singing and whatever, and, you know, Beanstalk's growing. People are laughing. And then I will do my booming voice and be like, that's quite enough, Cabbage. Everyone has seen this trick before. But if you wish to just simply repeat our tricks, but on a grander scale, I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to do like a giant Saharan sun. Jeez. Okay. Um, So let's work out this situation. You roll a triumph, which lets you activate the Saharan sun technique flawlessly. However, I want to make it a roll because I'm doing it bigger than before. (laughs) Well, there's, there's two. Yes. There's three factors in play. One. Yes. It's much larger than before. Two. Uh, Crumpet's not nearby. Right. Three, I assume that since Crumpet's not nearby, the only source of electrical power you have is the heart of Zeus, which is strapped to your chest. True. Probably. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to let you skullduggery because you're sort of jury rigging it to do something it's not supposed to do. Okay. Uh, I think it's two purple and a black. All right. And um, uh, I'm going to flip a smog point to upgrade <laughs> <laughs> okay um i have convincing deniability so i can remove blacks from skullduggery and so it's three yellow versus one purple one red you know i really need this rocket <laughs> flipping a steam point so that's gonna be oh wait this system i can't do i can't add a green right oh that is correct that's that's reverse steam. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to stick with three yellow versus a purple and a red. Success! Wait, I don't think... Wait, is my thing loading right? It is. It's not loading. Yeah, wait, I refreshed it. Three successes, one advantage. Hold on, I'm refreshing. Okay, there we go. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> So people are scared. Ah! <laughs> and the beanstalk lurches that direction. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, want, I, want my, I want my advantage that it lines up perfectly with like the edge of where I'm standing. Ah, doom. Oh. Cabbage Thank rolls you for off the, the end. <laughs> I grab his hand. Because if he rolls off the end, he's going to plummet. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Cabbage. Much obliged. Shall we? I motion down the beanstalk. Can I see you, Perry, I'll get you for this. I've always wished that we would work together. Now I am, and now you're cursing me. You need to make up your mind, Cabbage. This is not working together. You're upstaging me, quite literally. You need to use your head, Cabbage. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you climb down together to the main stage. People are applauding. Oh, very good, very good. Very pleasing. So you're there on the main stage. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Percival Q. Starwood, 
master of the arcane arts, swooping bow. <laughs> and this is my compatriot, Cabbage. People are clapping for him, like, yay, yay. I see a lot of wonderful, familiar faces here tonight. And it is truly, indeed, an honor to be performing with the guests of honor, Lady Emily. Do I see Flair anywhere? Yeah, you see everybody. I make eye contact with Flair when I say the guest of honor, Lady Emily. Uh, let's see. Roll something for that. It would be innuendo if this were. Yeah, I know, oh, but we're not right. playing Call of Cthulhu. Um, leadership? <laughs> sure. I'm game. Uh, you know, I'll do deception because you're trying to signal without anyone else noticing, right? Yeah. Yeah, deception. I'll take it. I, I'm going to do uh, a two purple and a black. I'm going to upgrade one with a smog point. <laughs> so purple, red, black. And convincing deniability also covers deception rolls. So this is going to be a green, two yellow versus a purple and a red. Failure, red advantage. I should have flipped this theme point. <clears throat> um, um, so she doesn't get it, but I think Crumpet does. Got it. <laughs> and you see, um, so the camera shot shows like the whole crowd. And uh-huh. Crumpet is off center to the right a little bit, and you see him slowly like, <laughs> like. Well, what happens first is like, so it's like this dramatic shot, and you know, it pans, you know, the, the camera's panning around Percival as he's doing his great speech and everything, and then it like zooms in close to his face when he says like, you know, a guest of honor, and then like the pan, you know, it's like a close up of his eyes, and then it pans over to, um, to Miss Flair, like, and you see like deadlocked eyes and like the music stops and then it pans out more and you can see that she's just kind of watching like just enjoying the show and then like you said in the side of the camera you see crumpet he probably jumps up startled for a second puts his hand on top of his hat and like (laughs) and like slinks away like you said (laughs) all right so he's slinking his way toward lady emily Uh uh-huh what now i believe i would like a volunteer for this next trick Ooh, there's a bunch of people kind of arguing. Maybe I should do it. He should do it. Uh, some of the younger people at the party, you know, the sons of and daughters of the of the aristocracy, are really heavily considering it. But they're not sure where this fits in terms of propriety. Should they be doing such a things with such charlatans? Ah, Lady Rutabaga. Oh, oh, me? Yes, I need someone with a very keen eye and staunch principles. I suppose I I fit that category quite well. Oh, oh, everyone's politely applauding. Oh, very good, very good. Oh, uh, oh yes, Lady Udebega. Well, it's only proper. She's hosting the party after all. All right. I learned this many years ago. <laughs> Though I was lost in the frozen tundras, <laughs> being stalked by a polar bear. <laughs> If you're not familiar with the polar bear, it is a maniacally large beast. Five heads. <laughs> tentacles. About half as tall as this manor itself. <gasps> I'd barely managed to evade it, hiding in water, when I made friends <laughs> with a noble and mystical seal. <laughs> and this seal barked to me in its ancient tongues. The secret, the true secret of survival. And the secret of survival is not 
Eat or be eaten. It's, you can't bite me if you can't find me. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I shall show you. Well, a seal of approval. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of a fun name. Eh, the Whiteout. Lady Rudebaker, as you see here, this is your lawn, correct? <laughs> oh, well, yes, this is the back garden. Yes, and I have not been permitted here to do any large constructions or installations of any sort. Is this correct? Oh, no, the, the, the grounds were thoroughly locked up until this evening. Very good. Would you be so kind as to call out a few of your footmen? Maybe have a top of some variety? <clears throat> or maybe a box? You have a box handy. Yeah. Something large enough for a person just lying around. <laughs> I suppose. James, James, quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I wish to implore you that you do not believe me to be ill-prepared. I am simply showing you that this, I had no means to tamper with any of the things that you see. But you see, I need you to truly believe and learn and realize that the truth can be stranger than fiction. Uh, I flip a smog point. <laughs> A few minutes later, James and another footman come running out with a coffin. <laughs> they put the coffin on the stage. Everyone gasped. Ugh. Ugh. Why would Miss Why would Lady Brutabega have a coffin laying around the grounds? Maybe it's just all part of the act, you know? Just say, go find a box, but that fella's got a box the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a trick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a box? Yeah, here's a box. Not a very good trick, huh? Maybe it's just a, an expensive, a very expensive uh, coffin that they've kept in the family, waiting for, you know, the inevitable when the Duke passes on. It's always Don't best. see things like that. It's always best to be prepared. It's, it's practical after all. Oh, yes. And nothing if not practical. Isn't that right, Mary? <laughs> Shut your gob. <laughs> Why is there like a dock worker in like hanging out with the aristocracy? I don't know. Look, you're the voice guy, right? I just pull whatever I can. Just and like, I'm a low class man, so let me be. I made like the, the hoidiest, hoidiest, snootiest voice I could generate. Next to his like guy with cap. Covered in grease. Look, look, okay, opposites attract. He's chewing on tobacco. He married into wealth, okay? Uh, next next to this is, uh, he's obviously a second marriage. Uh, <laughs> you know, and they're his stepson, almost the same age, is just disgusted by him. Like, oh, I wish the dueling laws were still around. So anyway, it could be, young boy. In any case, the uh, the coffin is on stage. Ah, wonderful. As you can see, this coffin does not belong to me, nor does it belong to Lady Rutabay. <laughs> it belongs to her household. Not the Duke, technically. I mean, he didn't buy it. But you know how these things go. Again, I glare at Miss Flair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, same roll. The same deception roll. But without the red... So two purple so and black. Two purple and a black. Yeah, remove the black. So yellow, or sorry, green and two yellow versus two purple. Uh, fail. 
She's too busy <laughs> consoling someone who uh, is really kind of aghast at the presence of a coffin on stage in a household where there's a sick and dying man upstairs. Core. Very well, ladies and gentlemen, behold. I sh- you shall see me enter this box. You shall not see me leave. However, as promised, I will disappear in a flash. And I go and just close this real quick, like like that. Yeah, perfect. It's a very nice coffin. Cozy. Um, I'm going to use the shroud or the veil of shadows. All right. You mash the button. There is a flash of light. It's mostly suppressed by the coffin. Maybe some of it leaks out through the sides. And maybe that's what you were hoping for. Yeah. Well, I said there was going to be a flash. All right. And uh, people aren't quite sure. There's like a long moment where people are like, do we open it? Well, I'm not, not sure I should open it. I should wait for my instructions. I nudge to open it. it. <laughs> and somebody goes, but if he disappeared, he won't be in there. Oh, that's very true. So she opens I nudge it. The lid. I, I, I nudge the lid slightly, so it's like slightly ajar. <laughs> so she lifts it up, opens it, and of course, she cannot see you. Oh, Oh, goodness, he's gone. I'm going to try to sneak away and try to make my way to Flare. All right, stealth, two blue against Oops. Um, uh, two purple and a black. Okay, so it's a green and a, you know, screw it. Steam point. Uh, two yellow, two blue versus two purple and a black. Two success and three threats. Clunk, 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 clunk. Uh, this device is pretty heavy. More heavy than you are used to. <laughs> so moving quietly is causing you three strain. Oof. Got it. But you do make yourself next to Annabelle Flair. Annabelle, I thought you were trained in this. You are absolutely insufferable as a partner. <laughs> Great. Good gracious. Star Wars, is that you? Where are you? Quiet. It's Lady Emily. I have confirmation, real confirmation from the Duke. He's been chumped to bits. I have a book. I guess he's one of your members. <laughs> I don't have time to verify. If you're right, we have to strike now. We need look, to get... it's I... look, it's either Lady Emily or the Duke really was the vampire and he was just pretending. I mean, I didn't check to see if he died. <laughs> look, unfortunately, we don't have time to deliberate. Deli- we don't have time to deliberate whether you're right or not. We just have to act on this information that we have to get her out of sight now. Yes, I know. Do we need a distraction? I can provide the distraction. I believe Crumpet saw me, though. I saw him scamper. <laughs> you want to look over toward him? Yeah. He is standing right behind her. Ah, very good. He's in position. Position to do what? Hurl garlic at her. In front of everyone? No, behind everyone. Behold. <laughs> I move, like, closer to the front of the crowd. And I let it just sort of fade off of me. Oh, you deactivate the button, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. This trick's awful. Nothing's happening. (laughs) 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 People are are quite amused. Uh, I'm going to flip another smog point. You are watching out of the corner of your eye and Crumpet moves to, to act. He does not have a goofy flower. So he just reaches into his pocket to pull out the extract and uh-huh. simultaneously all three suitors rush toward him pick him up oh, i knew it should have killed them uh, eggplant and leek well leek has his legs eggplant has his torso and covers his mouth and they all three of them rush away into the servants hall immediately 
Lady Emily doesn't move a muscle. Mm. I know what I should be doing, but I'm going to play the character. It's a dumb idea. <laughs> That's my ward. When are you taking that? those mongrels? <laughs> I run in. I run after. Oh, so people are still a little bit confused. Um, mostly because this act has been very out of the ordinary. So they just most people just think this is part of the act. Right. So you run off stage and people are, are discussing what's going on. They've seen a giant beanstalk, crazy man dressed as a peasant, uh, a giant <laughs> sun floating in the air, and then a man disappear and reappear from a coffin. And now he's running off, and you know people are, are talking to Lady Rutabaga. What a great, you know, great performances. This is the best show they've seen all season. What a wonderful party! And you rushing through into the servants, uh, the servants stairwell. Yes. Yes. All right. You rush down to the bottom. And all of the servants are just frozen in place, staring at you. Oh, bloody hell. The plump Italian cook who you argued with earlier, she draws out two chef's knives. And one by one, the there's a maid, there's the other footman, and then there's cauliflower. And they all draw out various blunt and pointy weapons, improvised weapons. I open my coat and show the array of mystic seals and emblems and trinkets, <laughs> most of which were crafted by himself. One of these has to be real. I spent a lot of time on this. They are now walking toward you with ill intent, their weapons raised above their head. Avant, you spawn and slaves. Behold! Um, they are unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to flip a point or roll something. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to flip a point. One of them actually is real. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so by the luck of fate. No, I bet this is something that, like, Crumpet picked up somewhere (laughs) and thought it looked neat. Like, oh, you can add this to your collection. (laughs) Um, let's see. Okay, so as he holds, he starts... I kind of like the idea that he's, like, trying them one by one. Oh, we're doing uh, Mummy? (laughs) Oh, that is from the mummy, isn't it? <laughs> the whole, <laughs> the whole necklace of every like religious like emblem. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Okay, so he's going through his mystic trinkets and he holds up uh, the Egyptian onk because why not? Egyptian things are more powerful in London, apparently. <laughs> Back, I say. And for some reason, when you lift that one up, there's like a glowing light that goes wong, and then the the. Uh, the thralls are paused for the moment. They look stunned and dis- disoriented. So you have another turn to act before they start engaging you. Okay, we're at the bottom of the stairs, right? Yeah. All right, up I go. Oh, um, can I pilfer the master key from Cauliflower since he's there? Skullduggery, one purple. Two success, three advantages. Advantages? Um, there is a door to the stairwell to start with. Okay. That I can lock. Okay. <laughs> um... I can hear the people, like the three suitors. As in, like, you want to know which way they're going? Yeah, or at least there's confirmation that they're not, like, hiding down here or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. What else? All right, I got it. You turn around, you rush out through the door, you slam it behind you with uh, cauliflower's keys, you lock that door. But then, of course, you realize that Crumpet's been pulled through there, so how are you going to get around? Uh, And then you, you think to yourself, well, maybe if I found another servant's passage... Your last advantage, uh, someone runs down the stairs. It's James. What the bloody hell's going on around here? James, I know you think I'm a charlatan, and truth be told, I am. But 
if we're being honest here, there's something you have to know. <laughs> Alright. What do you know about vampires? What? Alright, I'm was... gonna have to ask you to leave. I know I'm not Mr. Cauliflower or anything, but- Okay, fine. Go ahead. Let's go talk to Mr. Cauliflower, shall we? You open the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're all zombie-like, standing at the door with the weapons razor, about to start bashing at it. He yells, slams I... the door. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> lock it again. Boom, 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 boom. What the the bloody hell's going on here? Look, vampires can put people in their thrall, makes them their servants. Actual servants, not these servants. You're telling me that that there's a vampire here? Yes. Oh, God. I knew I should have stolen more stuff while I was in the in the house. You nicked? Of course I nicked. Why else would you take a job like this? James, we are kindred spirits. We are bound by code. Yeah, how do you know that? How do you think I knew you, that you were up to no good? It's only polite to mention. <laughs> I didn't want you horning in on my territory and coming, coming to me with some sort of scheme. I had a good thing going here. I was stealing a diamond at a time and fencing it. Two more months, I would have had a whole diamond uh, necklace so, uh, stolen right from under her nose. Oh, you're aiming so low. Look, we can compare fences later. Actually, we should compare fences later. I'm a little... I feel like I'm getting rip off, ripped off my mind. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Well, what, what? Emeralds don't decrease in value, okay? What, what, That's just not a thing that happens. What are we doing then? Look, Lady Emily is a vampire. Right. Her three suitors took my ward. Okay. I thought they went up the stairs. Apparently, I was wrong. Oh, uh, all right. Um, come on, follow me. I do so. So he takes you through the parlor, through another room, through another uh, back passage. We traipse through the parlor. Okay, you traipse <laughs> through the parlor, and through another back room, and into another passageway, uh, until you're going up the stairs again, to the second level. If they're going to take him somewhere, it's probably Lady Emily's room. Oh, right. Uh, as you are getting, you're, you're running down the hallway, one of the windows kicks open, uh-huh. and Cabbage tumbles in. <laughs> cabbage! You know, are you under the thrall? You know... Usually, when I apply the tincture to the top of the beanstalk, it returns to its seed form. Whatever you've done to it has ruined it. This beanstalk is going to be stuck there forever. Not now, Cabbage. What do you mean, no, not now? Good news. You're, you're set for meals for life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Perry? Is this vampire nonsense again? I've already told you the truth. Don't make me repeat myself, Cabbage. As you can see, me and the gallant James here are going to save the day and my ward crumpet. So either help me, get out of my way, but please, stop interrupting. You run past him, he decides to run after you. You're at Lady Emily's door. Do I hear anything? Perception? One. Uh, okay. Three green versus one purple. Three success. That gave me a... Dodgy old jacks. Kick, kick. Ah, good. He's alive and well. They're still holding on to him, though. Oh, they're just thralls. We can't really kill them, right? That mean we can't brain them. Fair enough. Killing? Braining? What, what's a go- We can't be serious, are you? Cabbage, I had one requirement. Right, right, all right. I'm following. Um, I'll grab him. I'll, I'll grab Crumpet when we have a chance. But I won't Very engage well. in violence. Fisticuffs. Cabbage is the type that would say fisticuffs. But I won't engage in fisticuffs. 
or any sort of pugilism. <laughs> I roll my eyes. Right then, uh, James runs over, grabs a fireplace poker. I'm ready. I pick up my cane. Shall we? Do you got like a, a catchphrase you yell when you charge into things? Me? Yeah. No, I'm a master of the arcane. Oh, no, I got one. Here we go. Um, Manchester! He kicks open the door. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I guess roll initiative. This is going to be so bad. I'm only hoping that these people just aren't very good. Oh, wait. But I planned, so I get to do cool, right? Uh, You may do cool, yes. Boom. Three success. Can you roll another two uh, green? Uh, one more. Okay. You, NPC, uh, Cabbage, uh, then two more NPCs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You, two NPCs. Hold on. I'm going to write this down. I got spoiled with not having to track initiative. No, this is me. Another me, because the second one is a success in three advantages, which is more than any of the others. Right. So that's Cabbage. So it's you, Cabbage, two baddies, James, and then the last baddie. Yeah. All right, first slot. I'm going to let the footman go first, because uh, he's probably better at stuff than I am. Well, then James runs in and brains uh, Mr. Olive with the fireplace poker. Dong! <laughs> Normally, for a stout lad like that of uh, upper crust society, it probably would have been enough to take him down. But the vampiric thrall is, seems to give him a little bit more constitution. So he's dazed, but not down. Next. Who's holding on to Crumpet? Uh, Eggplant. The strongest one. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, you know, this is Percival. He's not an actual gentleman. You hear a clatter as the casing of his cane falls to the floor, and the sword is there. (laughs) Nice. I said, you there, boy. Unhand my ward. Dead eyes. Uh, flip a point, and I'm going to take a swing at him. Too purple for melee. Nope. <laughs> Failure. He lifts up Crumpet at the last second. Ah! Uh, and you, like, graze Crumpet's arm. Ah! Mr. Percy! Stop whinging, boy! If you're not going to help, at least be quiet. Jeez. Oh, uh, Olive tries to punch James back. He misses with a threat. <laughs> So he swings with his pudgy little arm, and James just whacks it with the po- the fireplace poker. There's an audible crack, and then you've got Leek, who's going to try to attack you. I'm going to give you uh, one melee defense, because that's usually what you get when you have a sword. Okay. So it'll be uh, two green against two purple and a black. Complete wash. Yes. So he's, like, whipping around his thin little arms, but he cannot hit you. <laughs> he's too afraid of your sword. There seems to be some level of self-preservation in the thralls. Uh, it is cabbage. Let's see. What sort of vegetable-based magic would he use in this situation? Hmm. Ah, I know. Uh, I'll make an agility check. So, oh, no, it's skullduggery. I think I made it a yellow, two, two yellows and a green. Okay, so he rolled two yellow and a green against one purple. He got a uh, failure, but an advantage. So, cabbage reaches into his pocket, pulls out a pile of spices, probably cayenne pepper. Uh-huh. Tries to blow it into Leek's face. He misses, but... Mm. He has his... He steps aside to dodge it, and so his back is towards James. Okay. Does that. It is Eggplant's turn. Eggplant uh, just uses his turn to hold uh, Crumpet steady. Does not move. 
Top of the order. Have James give it a go. All right. He's going to attack uh, Leak since he's just standing there. Yeah. I'll give him a blue for the, you know, the ideal positioning. Clobber with four successes knocks him out in one hit. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Next. Uh, okay. Crumpet. Goggles. He. So I imagine he's got like little like goggles on his head somewhere or something like that. Some sort of smoked glass on his person, right? Yeah, I think he hits a switch on his belt and little uh, smoked glasses come down from his hat. <laughs> That's cute. But <laughs> well, you see, here comes the sun. <laughs> <coughs> what are you aiming it at? Um, I'm aiming it at um, Eggplant's face. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> range light. Okay. One purple, one black, because he's holding uh, Crumpet. I'm going to upgrade that with a steam point. Two success. Boom. <laughs> Crumpet is released, and he ducks and rolls immediately, while uh, Eggplant tumbles back through the window on fire. <laughs> I suppose Quincy had a right after all. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Pastor, you came to save me. Of course I did. That's what Ward means. You knew that, right? Um, Olive, Mr. Olive tries to attack James and gets a good hit on him because James wasn't paying attention, but not enough to take him down. Cabbage, um, says, hey, get off of him and uh, tries to push <laughs> Olive. Double fail because <laughs> he's too fat. <laughs> oh. And, uh, well, uh, Eggplant's dead, so it's just back to you or James. No, this is how it's done. Crumpet. Yes. Um, orphan, orphan, orphan maneuver. <laughs> He's basically going to kneel down behind him. <laughs> okay. And you push him over. Uh, okay. Let's try that. Oops. Uh, I don't think I'm going to make you roll for it. He's the last guy and he's already been hit twice. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crumbin ducks behind him and then um, gets pushed over. All right. I need yeah. To- I just, re- I like shoulder check him. Cause remember I'm a big guy. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, Mr. Percy. I didn't. I didn't expect that. I'm really sorry. It's all right. You didn't know. You're all right. All right. Who do I get to brain next? Oh, I forgot how good it felt to brain people. <laughs> Calm down. We can't make too much of a scene. After all. Yes, I wouldn't want you to ruin my party, would I? <sighs> Lady Emily is standing at the door. Oh. Well, technically the party was yesterday. This is simply continuation. And people loved it. You know... I had no idea that you were such... When you spoke of being a master of the arcane arts, that you had some actual skill. Oh, were you impressed? Yes, to possess the Ankh of Muntarun. Well, that was certainly a surprise. Oh, that. I see. (laughs) Yes, well, I can't have you pulling out any more of your tricks. And with typical vampiric blur and the flip of a smog point, she rushes toward you. And all of your trinkets are flung <laughs> across the room, all over the floor, along with most of the infrastructure of your uh, illusionary mechanicals. <laughs> Everything is completely dismantled except for the Heart of Zeus and the Shroud of, of Shadows, which is a big metal harness that's around your body. So, What about the cosmetic tool bag, tool roll? Oh, uh, that's safe, because you said that was like in the deepest yeah. part of your secret compartments, as well as the book, 
but you cannot perform the Saharan sun. Right. Yeah. It's that, yeah that's all gone. So all the, I mean, this is a lot of gears right. and pulleys and wires and levers. It's, just <laughs> it's like a loud place. clang and you hear like, ding, 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 As like one like cog is like rolling. <laughs> and then that cog stops rolling because in, again, perfect vampiric um, adherence to the trope, she has arranged everything in nice, neat categories on the floor. So, now, Mrs. Stalwart, I assume you haven't come here alone. Are there other members of my father's organization present? I came here with the boy. Any chance he could leave? Him? Oh, no. He's far too valuable. In fact, I think he'll be the first of my new vampiric children. Could you imagine what he would accomplish over eons of practice? He could change the entire world. What, scampering? Inventing, Mr. Stalwart. We all know he is the mastermind behind everything you've done. How does everyone know this? We do a workshop. Maybe it's... In a small apartment. I think it's... If it's just a, a matter of talking to you, Perry, everyone knows it can't be you. You used to be so pleasant, Cabbage. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm on a brainer. No, James, no, you're going to get hurt. Yes, James, I would rather you not. After all, a good strong arm is useful, and you really should join the rest of the staff. No, 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 no. Stay with me, James. Oh, it's it's no matter. It takes years for me to make to create a proper thrall, but I've had years with most of the staff here. James is just too new. If he sticks around a little longer, it'll happen to him without him noticing. Of course, I imagine you won't be interested in sticking around much longer, so I suppose I'll have to lock you away for a bit. This is all very grim. Were you there when my father passed? I was. How did you know? It's complicated, but when you've been feeding on someone for so long, you start to sense their life force. I suppose most of his life force is within me now. So I gathered. No, Matt. Mr. Stalwart, I'm not quite sure what to do with you. Perhaps you would be a most entertaining husband. I will have to get married soon, after all. And, as luck would have it, you are something of a disgraced member of the aristocracy, are you not? I wouldn't say disgraced. Oh, but most of the others would. However, perhaps in a moment of kind benevolence, I marry you and restore the good honor to your name. Oh, you're right. Who could pass up an offer like that? (laughs) I mean, after all, it it would give me... Frankly, everything I've ever wanted, wouldn't it not? Power, prestige, wealth. And, perhaps in exchange, I will not turn the boy. He will be in our employ, of course, but he is free to pursue a mortal life. That certainly does sound like a fair exchange. No, what are you doing, Mr. Percy? We can't do that. She's an evil vampire. Boy, you didn't know what a vampire was three days ago. Okay, maybe not, but... We have to fight. We have to do what's right, even if we die for it. Who taught you to be brave? <laughs> um, not to put a overly, overly selfish ment on this thing. We're going to eat you. What do you plan to do with? <laughs> I was right. I was going to fight for you, but you've been quite unpleasant ever since I told you the truth. And frankly, I've had enough. So much for clean eating. Oh no, that's the joy of it. Grass-fed cabbage. <laughs> Nothing better than that. It really has a name that you could sink your teeth into, does it not? Cabbage. <laughs> so, are we agreed on the deal, then? Yes, I believe so. 
Then let's begin the initiation right now. She starts to take steps toward you. I start taking off my coat. Because, you know, it's a it's a tall coat, you know, big collar and stuff. Mm-hmm. You are still wearing a large apparatus with a lightning bolt in the middle of it. Do I also still have a flower pinned to my lapel? Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to flip for it. Uh, how many points I got? Yeah, I'll flip for it. <laughs> she takes another step. And another. Now she's an arm's length away from you. By the way, if you were to be wed, may I ask what your favorite flower is? Well, I do hate to be trite, but I imagine that a rose is rather fitting for this situation, don't you believe? I agree. Sadly, all I have is this one, and it smells awful. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to square. <laughs> uh, all right, range light, uh, one purple. Uh, I'm stuck in the loop again. Hold on. Uh, four success and a threat. <laughs> ah! It is lands straight on her face and it is doing exactly what you had expected it to do with cabbage peeling her skin there's steam rising from it she's clawing at her face trying to get it off but that only spreads it to the skin on her hands the uh threat here is that in her clawing and scraping she actually hits Mm -hmm. you and draws a very long scar well a very long cut across your face cool Quick, Mr. Pussy, we have to finish her off. I know. I'm unbuckling the apparatus with the heart of Zeus. This is an emergency thing. It's a area, right? Not projectile? Hold on. Uh, give me one moment. Uh, maybe I can rig up a timer. There's no time for timers. <laughs> um, can you roll Crumpet's Mechanics? It is three yellow. There's a blue for um, Inventor. Uh-huh. It's against... Uh, Normally, if you purple, I'm going to flip one, so it'll be uh, pr- two purple and a red. Okay. Success and an advantage. So he says, there's no time for timers, and then <laughs> Crumpet tosses one to him. See, this is why everyone already knows. It's your fault. <laughs> You're too good. Attach it. I attach it, and I'm going to try to attach the harness to her. Okay. Um, brawl. Two purple. I am going to use my once per session ability works like a charm where I could use presence for the base instead. Okay. And I'm going to flip a point to upgrade. Two green and a yellow versus two purple, right? Uh-huh. Success and two advantages. <laughs> you tie the apparatus around her, including uh, in such a way that her arms are like strapped to her side. And as a last advantage, uh, James brains her and knocks her over. It's a shame about the honeymoon. And I pull the lever, or I pull the, what is it, cord? The timer. Yeah, the timer. It's a little, it's a little like TikTok yeah. watch. Slow motion. Exterior shot. The garden. Annabelle Flair standing on the stage, directing people to come closer to her as she has a very important announcement to make. <laughs> she puts on sunglasses and pulls out her neuralizer. no she has um she's holding the arms of that charles guy Uh so she's going to make a like some kind of engagement announcement (laughs) as a distraction cut to exterior uh no cut to interior servants quarters a uh no not the servants quarters okay cut to the wine cellar (laughs) deep in the basement area of of the house 
you see the servants have all been beaten up and the, and the door is shut to the <laughs> cellar and drawn back and Quincy is throwing like a fl- like a Molotov cocktail into it. <laughs> no, what happens is he's got one of like the barrels at the top of the stairs with a rag stuffed into it. He lights it and he kicks oh. the barrel down the stairs and closes the door. <laughs> Cut to main stairwell. Cabbage, James, Percy, Crumpet running as fast as they can and um they run past all this finery crumpet reaches out and like nicks a fancy looking pipe that was sitting on a table <laughs> the they all four of them crash through the front door they tumble down the front steps and then the loudest thunderclap you can imagine <laughs> no 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 they tumble down the front them. steps uh Percy uh, Percival stands back up quickly runs back up the stairs and slams the door shut <laughs> And then lightning sizzles all across the sky. It rips through the roof. Um, There's a shockwave of energy that knocks Percy back down. If this were a modern movie, this is where the car alarm would start going off. But instead, just think like windows break and horses. I was about to say, like, like, you just hear a horse. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like there's a steam, like a steam trolley passing by that gets hit with the electricity and shorts out the engine. And then uh, a moment later, everything's just very quiet. You can see smoke rising from the top of the of the manor where that lightning discharge is obviously lit a fire. You hear uh, concerned and confused cries. You hear Annabelle Flair yelling over the crowd to for everyone to very calmly and and quickly evacuate through the side gate. Um, Percival stands up, haggard. He's been in a little bit of a scuffle. He's bleeding across his face lost his coat, stands up and opens his arms wide and a loud voice goes, Behold! (laughs) Cut to black. Next scene. Percival Q. Stalwart. His face is has a bandage on it. It has been several days since the events and he's reading a newspaper that says, Mystery of the House of Rutabaga. (laughs) You're looking for references to you by name. Unfortunately, there are none. Core. What's wrong, Mr. Percy? Uh, they didn't mention my name. Obscured here it is. Well, well, you figure that, you know, Soup probably wants to make sure that the real truth never comes out. I know, but still, at least talk about my performance. Well, there were plenty of rich people that saw the performance part and not the vampire part, so maybe that'll, you know, cause some stirs. I don't know. I mean, the rest of it was a bit... Do you think I was very convincing at the end when I stumbled out and said, Behold... Um, most people were just trying not to get burned to death. I suppose you're right. But hey, the whole thing worked out for Mr. Cabbage. He's got a, a show three nights a week down at the at the Old Town Theatre. That miserable man. He used to be so nice. What do you think happened? Um, I think you tried to ruin his career in front of everyone. I tried to ruin his career numerous times before then. He thought it was polite competition. You never got as, you know, dramatic and as powerful as this before, which has made me really think, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm being a little bit too good with some of these illusions. Maybe I ought to make them a little more, I don't know, reasonable. Hokey. The word you're looking for is hokey. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, it's great to be able to make a sun and capture lightning into a jar, but it's starting to bring a lot of undue attention, don't you think? Yes, I would say vampires would be an undue attention. Knock, knock, knock. Slink. 
Ooh, is Annabelle it? <laughs> no, that was the sword. Who is oh. it? It's me. You may enter. <laughs> Remember the catch door? Right. She steps in. I wanted to come by and thank you for all your work. I don't suppose you have another hundred pounds. Actually, I've got a little bit more than that. She slides you a check for one thousand pounds. Hmm. Not bad. A little uh, stipend from the from suit. Very high. We did a little investigation upon uh, some of the information you gave us. It turns out you were right that the Duke was one of the benefactors to suit. Uh, the organization's so convoluted and secretive. Sometimes we don't even know our own. Um, well, our own from our own. So it would seem. Seems he was actually a key founder of the organization, so it's a bit ironic that his daughter fell the way she did, although maybe it was because, well, I can't discuss that with you. Let's just say there's a conspiracy theory that someone intentionally targeted her in order to get at him. An interesting concept, Ms. Flair. There are a lot of interesting concepts happening in soup. Oh? Someone's mixing up the soup? It is a rather interesting time, what with steamships and airships and the way the world seems to get keep getting smaller and smaller thanks to major advances in technology. Wouldn't know anything of the sort. You know, Soup has its own science scientific division. Scientists who dedicate themselves to pushing not only the laws of nature and physics, but also to understanding the un- understandable. Is that why we start a lot of fires? I'm just saying, it's quite possible that your young ward here could become one of their members, join their academy, as it were. Become a weaponsmith? It's more than making weapons and and doodads. It's more about making a complete catalog of understanding. And then do what with it? Keep it hidden in the shadows? Try Try to make the world a better place. At least what we think is useful. Can't be any worse of the use of his time than making parlor tricks. But he's your ward, and if you don't want to make that decision for him, or you think he's too young to be doing that, I understand. It's his life. He's an urchin. I think we all know by now that the two of you are a package deal. Which brings me to the next part of the package. Uh, I've talked to my superiors, and if you want, we can offer you a position in, in soup as a junior agent. Do most of your junior agents kill the monster on their first try? Most junior agents aren't even allowed to be what you are. You you should be lucky that procedure would procedure would normally say that you should be killed for just even knowing about all, all the things you've known about. That's the type of organization you run. Kill people that know too much. I'm trying to change some of that, but I need help. See, I need people who think a little differently. Well, you know, thinking different has a lot of costs, though. Believe me, if you work for the organization, money will never be a problem of yours again. And you don't say. <laughs> Anything you need is taken care of. Well, perhaps. And, to be honest with you, already having the alibi of great magician... Uh, as a, a magician to the elite is already going to be useful. Uh, I have to talk it over with my partner. Of course. I'll be around town. You know where to find me when you come to a conclusion. I don't know how to find you. You're around town. I can't get into the places where you are. Then just meet Quincy at the pub we met at. Oh, that horrible place. Very well. We'll go there and drink turpentine. She's about to leave. One last thing. Hmm? 
It seems that the Duke was the keeper of quite a bit of important knowledge. He didn't mention any of that to you, did he? No. Surely I wish he had. Hmm. Shame. See you around, Mr. Stalwart. See you soon, Miss Flair. You, Julie, I, I, um, I tap under the floorboard and uh, Crumpet comes up from a hidden compartment underneath the bed. <laughs> That's a lot to think about, Mr. Percy. You think we might take her up on it? I don't know. What do you think? Would you be interested in that sort of thing? Scampering about, fighting monsters? I think that life with you is always going to be mis- interesting, Mr. Percy. Maybe we could go as in as a contractor or a freelancer. Yeah, but they're already going to be paying us. You heard them. Whatever you want. Yeah, but then that way we could just pick the interesting jobs. Not a bad idea. We've shown results. Well, in the meantime, I've got to go meet with the new fence that James uh, suggested for us. Oh, wonderful. Yes, um, I have taken it under serious consideration of what people have mentioned... And I believe it's best if I do not interact with the new fence. <laughs> Seems like you're starting to learn some things, Mr. Percy. You know, I'm an awfully charming individual. I don't know why people keep speaking to me like that. And as Percy contemplates his personality, the camera pulls back through the window. We see Steampunk London in 18XDX. And we conclude our adventure. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> we did it! Good job. Good job. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Great job, hamstray. Uh, well, uh, that does it for the interlude episode. We'll be returning to the story of Conkla Kachak and his crew of the Spice Wolf um, in a couple of weeks. Until then, if you want more of us, you can always talk to us at Twitter. Uh, my personal Twitter is at IngDaydreams, or you can talk to me on the show, the show Twitter at Silzero Chris, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And you can reach me at Silzero Matt, S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T. Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash Silzero. Uh, more other stuff is on our website, silzeropodcast.com. And Chris does a bunch of other things. Um, we've got a coffee that you always forget about. I don't know if you do. Oh, right. I don't know if it's select. It's, it's active, right? Oh, yeah. We've, we've gotten some. Oh, cool. But the coffee seems to be like your part. So you say oh, uh, coffee, uh, K-O dash F-I dot com slash still zero. S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And until next time. Shoot, uh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> End, End of episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I have something for your blooper reel. <laughs> okay. That I need to get out of my head. <laughs> Cabbages, cabbages, barely even human nope. cabbages. <laughs> cabbages. <laughs> We've seen vampires before. <laughs> okay, sorry, that was kind of stuck in my head for a little bit. No. I'm better okay. now. <laughs> Sidebar. I mean, every time someone says your honor in not a judge context, all I can think of is uh, Kill Carney talking to uh, um, what's the, the rat guy? Mm. Kill Carney talking. What are you talking about? Uh, Redwall. Oh, right. That's a, it's a common old timey England thing. Is no, I know. I like it, but that, that's just what popped into my head, especially since I did the audio version. Oh, and for all of you listeners at home, first thing that popped into my head was Discworld. And you already knew that. Leslie is laughing for reasons that I don't understand. Uh, <clears throat> 
back to the action. <laughs> 